welcome to You Love to See It, the podcast where we watch TV shows and movies and music videos and sometimes experimental shorts and sometimes commercials for all kinds of cool screen-based media and tell you all about them. I am your host, Danielle Garbage is my number one crush, Riendo, and I am joined by two incredible co-hosts today. I have Fernanda, that one see-through Jess, Shirley Manson Award of the Grammys, Prachas. How are you, Fernanda? Hello. I feel like our um, our nicknames are sort of interconnected. They really ways. are. They're really very special today, and I'm so <laughs> glad. I'm so glad for all of it. I'm also joined by incredible, incredible co-host, LB, James Bond, Fembot reference, Hunk Tears. How are you today, LB? I'm doing great. I'm excited to... I so I just am so excited to have an episode where I ask Danielle a lot of things because I have so many questions for Danielle. <laughs> Good. Good. I'm so glad. I am very excited because, of course, uh, since this is, of course, music video month, we're putting on all our VJ suits. That's for a video jockey, you know, as a term from MTV. Don't worry. I didn't make it up. It's not like I, I did this, but we're putting on our VJ suits and we're watching music videos. And today's music video is an incredible piece of art from 1999. This is the World Is Not Enough music video by Garbage. That band that is named Garbage. That was my favorite band as a young teen. So uh, as always, we do the first scene here. We kind of introduce the cinematic masterpiece at question, and we talk about our, you know, our history with it. So, Fernanda, I'll start with you. Have you seen this uh, incredible video before? I have. It was kind of on all the time. I was a moderate garbage fan in the sense okay. that in the in the last episode when I talked about maybe illegally, uh, allegedly having <laughs> a fake ID and allegedly. Um, illegally being in places where I shouldn't be. There was this one memory. It's when uh, I'm only happy when it rains came on and everybody yes. loved it. Cause it was, I think it really spoke to our angst and uh, cherry lips too was another, oh another big hit. And I just remember all of my friends having a crush on Shirley Manson. Like that was another big part of my 14 year old reality um the video for the world is not enough specifically i remembered it just because it was obviously a bond uh, james bond song and in my humble opinion uh one of the best ones like yes. as a person who's not particularly fond of the double i'm not against it either. i'm like i'm just not a double seven person uh but i think the song really stands up in itself and yeah of course how could you forget the video and Shirley Manson being like perfect and everybody being like well actually that would explain a lot like just her being a robot <laughs> so those were my memories and then I rewatched it earlier today for us to do the show and I've been listening to the song ever since I think it's just gonna be stuck in my head forever it's been stuck in my head all week. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> It has that power. <laughs> like the chorus in particular just stays. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. I yeah. I'm so glad. I'm so glad you do have a beautiful history here. LB, I'd love to know your history with the world is not enough video. And I guess a little bit of garbage as well. A little bit of your garbage history. <sighs> okay. Well, I'll start with garbage. Okay. Well, first of all, the world, I have never heard seen this video before. Okay. I've heard the song. 
Um, I don't know how I missed this video. It's fantastic. Yeah. I would have been obsessed with this video if I had seen it at the time or like any subsequent time, really. Um, I don't remember. I vaguely remember this, the movie, because mm-hmm. uh, someone's name was Christmas in it, which was Denise really good. Christmas Richards, Jones. Yeah, it was Denise Christmas Richards is a scientist named Christmas Jones. And there's a whole this joke at the very end about how he always wanted to have Christmas in Turkey. Yep. Whatever. I just think Christmas Jones is a really good Bond girl name. Um, (laughs) That's all I remember about that. Uh, But Garbage, we talked about a little bit last week about like 1998 kind of being this moment for me where I started coming into consciousness and like developing my own tastes. Mm -hmm. And I think 1998, both uh, version 2.0 by Garbage and Mm -hmm. Celebrity Skin by Hole came out. Yes. Mm -hmm. And those two albums like shaped all like all my tastes all my all like most of my music tastes to this day like the like kind of like this they both have this kind of like petulance to them but the like that whole album is like really melodic and sad and that garbage album is like really like synthy and bratty and sarcastic and like if you listen to the music if you like look at the music i listen to those are the moods. Mm. It's like bratty synth pop or synth rock and like sad melodic shit. A lot of it. Um, and I have like distinct memories of talking to a boy at kids swim team um, because they fucked up the scheduling. So we couldn't use the pool. So we just sat in the bleachers watching the high, the local high school team do something. And I, I remember I was what I was wearing. I was wearing these overalls, and we talked about music. And we because we listened to the same radio station. He was like, "Oh wow, you listen to garbage. You're really cool." Oh! <laughs> and, like I could tell he was embarrassed that he like all he re- he like thought he was really he really had something coming to me like t- to talk about corn. Mm-hmm. And then I was talking about garbage. And he was like, "Oh no, this person's way cooler than you're me. like yeah, you're like three steps ahead." Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh... But so yeah, garbage has like a very 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 special place in my heart. Because of that and because of, like, yeah, just that moment of, like, developing tastes. And also Shirley Manson, oh, my God, just, like, the hottest. So (sighs) cool. And probably the reason why I – one of my first, like, unnatural hair colors was a bright, bright red. (laughs) And also why I shaved off my eyebrows when I was 12. (laughs) (laughs) You shaved shaved off your eyebrows, like, the whole thing? Yeah, and I started drawing them on. Oh, my God, I love it. That's commitment. I love it. Also, the, really somehow that's how I got into placebo was through garbage. Okay, that's perfect. That makes sense. It's kind of like a yeah. gateway gateway drug. It was interesting because today, just um, yesterday, when I mentioned the video we were watching, my partner was like, "Oh, I had such a crush on Shirley Manson," and I'm like, "Of course you did. Literally everybody <laughs> did. Like, there's not a single person in the world who didn't think Shirley Manson was like the most beautiful thing that's ever existed." Yeah. Yeah, I think that tracks, honestly. <laughs> like, really does track. Including Shirley Manson in this video when she falls for Herself. Uh, <laughs> robot Shirley Manson. Yeah. Yep. Speaks to me directly. Yeah. <laughs> like, can you blame her? Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not at okay, what all. about Danielle? Yeah. Yes. Tell us. Yeah. All why right. this one? Why yeah. this? Yeah. 
Tell us all about it. It was going to be a garbage music video. I'm going to tell you that right now because uh, I honestly, LB, I feel so much closer to you because garbage was my kind of gateway cool drug also. Mm. Um, And I kind of never got over it. Like, I'll be honest. I saw garbage only a few years ago as an adult and I still thought it was like the best thing I've ever seen in my life. Like I saw them at the Warfield in San Francisco and like, I don't know. 2014 or something and I was just like this is so great guys like it was it was it was real good so I have always really loved them like when I was very young uh when the first album came out I loved it and I would but I was very young I was like 95 I was 11 so it was always like summer music to me like driving to the pool we would listen Mm -hmm. to like stupid girl and Mm -hmm. you know only happy when it rains because those are the big hits in like 95 96 Mm -hmm. Uh, that kind of thing. Like any alternative radio station, which is such a fun oh, thing yeah. to say. It's such a fun thing to say now, right? Like we had 95.5 in Providence. That was the alternative station uh, that we had. So that was great and awesome. And that would be what we put it on and we drive to the pool. We go out in the pool and it's like a good summer day. So that's how I associate that. Then I started getting into so music good. as one does when they're a young teen. And <sighs> Yeah, version 2.0 came out when I was, uh, it was in 1998, and I got obsessed with that album at the very beginning of high school. So, like, my freshman year in high school uh, was that fall of 1998, and when that album was out, and I cannot not associate it with every strong feeling that comes with being a freshman in high school. Like, you're just stepping into the world in any kind of way as a kid, and you're starting to have all kinds of feelings and all kinds of experiences, and that, for me, was version 2.0. Still think it's one of my favorite albums of all time, not just for the sort of sense memory aspect, but like that's the kind of music I love and would love. So very, very, very similar to you, LB, where it's like very formative to my musical tastes and how they would form over time. Uh, So I always loved Garbage. I always had a crush on Shirley Manson, even long before I knew I had a crush on Shirley Manson, because, of course, Um, and also they've made amazing music videos like really 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 cool ones it was uh, cherry lips was up there for this androgyny was up there for this uh queer was up there for this like all kinds of just iconic 90s ass the most 90s ass fucking videos in early 2000s ass kind of videos right this to me this one won because of partially of the fun storyline Like, this one really is, it is a mood, but also it has, like, a really fun storyline. It has some really fun, like, 90s CG. It is just, like, it's Shirley Manson being a fucking fembot spy perfect robot in the 60s with this wild lighting and wild set design and things like that. So I just couldn't, this just one for all the, like, nice bells and whistles, really. But it could have easily been another garbage video from the 90s, and I could have said, like, listen, do you want to know why I'm the way I am? Like, part, a little tiny piece of it is this shit. So (laughs) here you go. Music video month. We should have really named it uh, why I am who I am month uh, in in so many ways. What piece of what piece of mass media, like very, very, very mass media is like a little bit of you and a little bit of your your stuff is in there kind of thing, you know, so we can always do that one. We can do that at a later point. Yeah, honestly, I'd be, I'd be happy to, I'd be happy to revisit that one too. It's very, very special to me, but yeah. Um, long history with this video. Saw it a million times. Saw this movie in theaters and I I will never forget this movie. I don't think I've seen it since it was in theaters. Um, but like fucking, (laughs) I remember my friend's mom, was so upset when somebody was killed in the movie. She's like, oh my God, the poor bugger. Like just was so upset when like the villain just killed some guy. 
and in I'll a James Bond movie. It. Yeah, in a fucking James <laughs> Bond movie. In like maybe the stupidest James Bond movie. Too. So like it was really very funny. Oh, he's poor Baka. Like it was very, very amusing to me. Um so yeah, it's it's a lot. I want to read this beautiful uh actually Fernando, why don't you read this beautiful uh garbage fact here? Because I do want to hear, I do want to hear this. No, because we were uh, talking about, you You were mentioning the other videos, and I was reading something today. First of all, I was reading uh, about how they hated, the garbage hated the version of the song that made it to the movie. Yep. Yep. <laughs> they missed, they were going to fly to um, to the LA film, prem- film premiere when it was canceled, and they had to catch a public screening in a layover, the layover city of Pittsburgh. Uh, and then <laughs> I'm going to quote uh, from the story on Yahoo. Then to make matters worse, they watched in horror as the opening credits rolled and they realized the song had been radically tweaked in post-production. We went to a commercial cinema to watch it on our own and we got our hopes and our joys squashed, says Minson. Because the theme comes up. Now imagine this with a really cool Scottish accent, which I cannot replicate. Uh, because the theme comes on and we're really excited and we're sitting on the edge of our seats like, oh my God, we've just done a Bond theme. And they had completely screwed with all the stems of mix and sounded completely different. We're like deflated balloons sitting on our seats. We'd gone from primed and awake to slumped and depressed. And uh, she said that this was Garbage's first taste of getting, I don't even know this word, rogered by the showbiz machine. Rogered? (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, yeah they, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> no, the, the way this ties it to, because that's the thing. This is kind of what they symbolize as their quote unquote downfall. Like in the story, they mentioned like that their horrible year, 2001, 2002, followed after that. And before they were really like riding high. Yeah. Uh, from like the, the version 2.0. Apparently they spent, and then they did, they spent 75. 75 how oh, I lost I missed numbers seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars on the push it video oh my god uh, also a great video yeah yeah but I was just, I was just thought it was hilarious and as I was actually listening to both the version that was used in the official video and the version of the intro scene um, to kind of like see what's the difference. I'm guessing yeah. it's different. Otherwise, they wouldn't have hated it. But I don't know. I don't understand music that well. <laughs> to me, it sounded it sounded like they added things to the movie one. <laughs> like that's yeah. like just it made it a little more Bondy, I guess. Um, was that yeah. the one that opened with the boat stuff? Yeah, I think so. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it goes from this like so they're sitting there and then they hear their song in a version they don't like, and then it's boat nonsense. I would have been furious. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, this movie is terrible. Like, to be clear, at least, okay, again, I was 15, I think, when I saw this movie in theaters in, like, Christmas vacation, Christmas break, 1999. So, like, listen, maybe my baby brain just wasn't ready or something, Mm. but... I remember this being a fucking god awful movie. <laughs> okay, Paul is saying it's trash. Like, don't worry. All right, cool, cool, cool. Um, but always, I always had a special place in my heart for it, just because Garbage did the the music video, not the music video. Obviously, the video is great. Um, they did the intro song to this movie, so that's upsetting that they had such a bad time. And also, like that next album uh, was actually fucking fantastic. It just released right around nine eleven. 
uh, but it was mm. it's a great album. The songs on it are very good. It's just it was a bad time. It's a bad time for everybody. So, yeah. All right, we should talk about I guess the video itself a little bit, huh? <laughs> we can. I mean, it's it's uh, there's a lot of good shit about garbage. Like garbage to me is uh, I don't know. I think they've always been excellent musicians. I know they've fallen on some harder times uh, than the uh, sort of their meteoric rise uh, might suggest, but they still make really good shit. They're more rock now. Uh, they're a little less synthy than they used to be, and I'm a synthy gal, so you know maybe maybe I've had to say like, all right, go with God. But that, those early albums, like those first three albums, unimpeachable, just fucking amazing. I'm sorry, Fernanda has shared the opening, yeah. to this movie, and I am vibing so hard. Yeah. Okay, so I think it's boat and then opening, maybe. Yeah, I think but there's a boat sequence, and then they there's cut before. Into this. Yeah, there's yeah, the yeah, opening this? sequence, and then the title sequence. Bond sequences, the- like Bond title sequences, are fucking awesome. Like they but, they are like more interesting and avant-garde than like anything that's ever been in a Bond movie. But this is like premium Y2K CG bullshit. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it is like this is this is the thing that all the teens are obsessed with right now. This aesthetic that I'm looking at. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, it's great. It's fucking is. cool. We should do the gold. Uh, one day, maybe we should do the GoldenEye uh, titles because that's a great Bond movie with a great title sequence that also has this kind of bullshit, even though it's from a couple of years earlier. And also a Tina Turner song, which is fucking fantastic. So, yeah. Um, I think my favorite one is the Carly Simon one. Oh, shit. Yeah. Nobody yeah, yeah. does it better. Like, that's absolutely as good as hell. Yeah. It's that's a classic as well. Honestly, I'm you only live twice personally but yeah Nancy Sinatra. I mean Goldfinger another classic like these are yeah. great title sequences like honestly all-time great title sequences no no joke and honestly the fucking Chris Cornell one is good yeah like the um it, it's actually like a really cool animation like all the um, oh the animation yeah the I don't remember Royale the... animation and stuff was yeah was cool, but I just remember I was really into Bond song like classic like 60s Bond songs for a sure, bit yeah. as a teen yeah and we would like Goldfinger's a really good one to just kind of scream oh, at your friends. Goldfinger, sorry, and that was just like Catherine Janeway as singing the Goldfinger theme. That was what I just did it's there. Beautiful. I feel like, so thank you. No, it was. Um, I I feel sorry for our, the, our brains for the rest of the day because we're just gonna be like <laughs> in a loop thinking about yeah. Bond themes. Uh, it's well, I can only speak for myself, but absolutely it's going to happen. Yeah. But you can imagine, right? Like, because so Shirley was, they were really excited about it. Like, she's yeah. from the same, like, place, I think city, like, as Sean Connery. Um, that, that might be true. Yeah. Are they both from Edinburgh? I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah. Because I was, I was reading a bunch of things today and my brain only retains one third of the information. But like. She was, so she was like, it was a thing. She was really excited and it was like, we made it. Like we're doing a Bond theme. Like this is awesome. And we're going to a premiere. And then it's like, you get on your like fucking get up and then you get excited to the premiere. And then it's like, now I'm stuck in Pittsburgh. And then you're going to have to like watch it at some like random place. And then you'll hate the arrangement. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know, I know. 
That's so sad and upsetting. She is from Edinburgh, which is awesome. But yeah, it's like, oh, I mean, listen, let's be real. They should have gone with this version of the song. And like this fucking video, I, I listen, I love the banger, weird, like good Y2K bullshit stuff that's happening in the actual intro sequence. But they could have gone with this video, which tells a story of a lovely fembot spy woman uh, mm-hmm. in 1964 uh, going to the Globe Theater and setting off a giant bomb. Like, that fucking she awesome. The, she is the bomb. She's the bomb. The bomb She's is the her. Bomb. She is the bomb. And she is the best. And, like, what happens here, like, all right, basically, we kind of start in on, like, a really beautiful, there's a lot of really beautiful cinematography, too. We start in on, like, a beautiful shot of, like, this very stylized, very Art Deco-ass building, Chicago, 1964, you know. We kind of pan down, and it's Shirley Shirley Manson's beautiful face and New Globe Theater and all this beautiful stuff. And we go to two weeks earlier in a lab somewhere <laughs> where she's being assembled by 90s CG. <laughs> she is a robot who's being assembled in a 90s CG fashion. Uh, with all kinds of like wild like clockwork imagery and this wild lighting and all this really gorgeous like set design stuff that's going on as she sings this beautiful song, which I love the song. I think the song is a fucking banger. Uh, it has this really like, uh, God, how do we how do we put it? Listen, I'm not really much of a musical like terminology person, so I'm not gonna try. But it has this like funky like down-tuned, like, almost trip-hop kind of beats. And all the, also this, like, symphonic element to it. And also, like, Shirley Manson kind of crooning a little bit, which is nice. And it, the lyrics are very much, like, from the point of view of the villain in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you if you remember at all, the villain of the movie. I don't, I read that. I don't, I erased this movie. Like, the much maligned <laughs> Pierce Brosnan era of, of the 007s. Like, I feel like I watched all of them at home yeah. with like my mom on yep. like regular open TV when it and it was a thing like oh the new James Bond movie is coming to like the network channel today and I promptly erased all of it yeah like, I uh, I remember again I remember my friend's mom being upset about the poor bugger <laughs> some dude getting killed and then and then Christmas Jones and then but also there's a really hot lady. In it, and the main villain is a guy who can't feel things because he got shot in the head, and there's a bullet in his brain in the mm. quote unquote portion of the brain that dictates feeling. This is a part. stupid movie, y'all. It's, it's not That's great. aspirational, frankly. Yeah, <laughs> right? Honestly, <laughs> of all like, the things that can be missing, it's just I like, can't feel things. Like, great. Yeah, that sounds nice. Yeah, a lot of times. Um, but uh, yeah, it's like from the point of view of the villain, it's all mm. about like. People like us, like we're very special, like we're very cool. I, I remember the the main villain and the main hot lady villain uh, being really attractive and uh, thinking they were like, you know, super smart and better than everybody. So it's that's that's like the lyrics here. Electric yeah. King, right? It was played by Sophie Marceau. Oh, I think so. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. <sighs> I have no memory of this movie. I'm, me neither. Like, it's I'm reading. Did I, have I even seen it? Or did I just hear about the boat? <laughs> I don't even that's the thing right those are like exactly the pop culture things that you can't really tell whether you are aware or if you think you're aware because the memory has been implanted it fragments (laughs) in your brain I don't even know 
it's gonna be 22 years since I saw this movie. So this is really we're really working with some some not amazing. My <laughs> favorite never, thing was yeah. about Pierce Brosnan is that like you know how like we're kids and we have crushes on people, right? My yes. younger sister, my younger sister, so Pierce Brosnan was already like 90 by this time. Like when she, was, <laughs> she was obsessed with Pierce Brosnan when she was yeah. like eight. <laughs> so that's what I retain from 007 is like my sister being obsessed with Pierce Bronson, even though she was a literal, a literal child. Yeah. I and mean, that was... happens, right? Yeah. It does. does it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does. I think it does. It does. Yeah. It does. Yeah. Did you it have does. like weird old people crushes? Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Who? Yeah. yeah. I had... I had like a whole array of weird middle-aged man crushes. Oh as my god! Oh, I love like this. A I love this. Yeah, I don't so think good. I did. Honestly, oh my god, that was, was all those. Yeah, I was very that much was just vibe. like the Backstreet Boys, like the normal thing. I had to pretend to like a Backstreet Boy so I could feel <laughs> so like I could fit in. I didn't think <laughs> any of them were cute, and honestly, like yeah, I was right. But yeah, yeah. shots fired on the Backstreet Boys. Sorry. No, like, <laughs> I think they I can handle it after yeah, all these years fine. <laughs> of having shots fired at them. I think they've grown immune. <laughs> like, but I like the bad, like Backstreet Boys. So I'll give myself like I was like into AJ. Wait, which one is the bad one? AJ. AJ is <laughs> the one I pretended to like because I'm like that. Don't people will buy that? People will believe that about me. <laughs> wow. I mean, look, I had a little, I had a little crush on Devin Sawa, who was like a teen heartthrob. Yeah, but he grew up into like a a sane MMA fan, which doesn't happen often. So like, he's actually like a pretty cool dude on Twitter now. So I'm like, I I don't feel too bad about that one. Like he he actually seems like a pretty cool dude. So Paul mentions Goldeneye. Yes. Um, Alan Cumming was in Goldeneye, right? Is that the one where he's like really hot? Yeah, I had such. I was like, oh, maybe there's a point. Maybe there's a point of boys. Yep. Ellen. Although in that one, one, like, you had Natalia and you had Xenia Onotapa, who, like, aroused some feelings. And I didn't know about them yet. I'm not going to lie. Like, aroused some feelings. She's a woman who's, like, a psychotic ex-KGB lady who kills men by having sex with them. And, like... Listen, aspirational again. Aspirational mm-hmm. fucking goal, first of all. But also, <laughs> like, every acting choice. And that is... um Oh, my God. What is her name? It's, she's Funke amazing. Johnson? Yeah, Funke. Yes, it's Funke yeah. Johnson. And like truly like relishing the role and eating the scenery where the other villains are like, Jesus Christ, idiot. She's like, oh, yes. Like, it's very good. It is truly great. Yeah, she suffocates them with her thighs, which is a great, triangle choke. Great movie. Beautiful. Like, Goldeneye actually is great. Goldeneye it truly is great. holds up. Um, Goldeneye was good. I remember Goldeneye pretty well. The one after that, I remember he can't use the computer. Because he doesn't know the keyboard. That's the only thing I remember from that one. Oh, shit. And then there's this boat one that I don't even know if I saw. All right, the boat one. There's also Tomorrow Never Dies. That's not uh, a good movie. Is it the one with Halle Berry? Oh, no, Tomorrow Never Dies is the one he can't use the computer. Yes, Tomorrow Never Dies, he can't use the computer. And Michelle Yao is in that movie. Yeah, because she can use the computer. She can use the computer. <laughs> she's a cool That's spy in that. Yeah, she's a cool spy in that one, which is good. 
Um, cool fun fact. I remember a uh, family, like family were visiting from the, ho- for the holidays and we had to decide between watching Titanic for the fourth time and watching Tomorrow Never Dies. We okay. had like a whole ass like discussion. This is like, you know, holiday 1997. It was like a whole ass discussion of which movie we should see based on how hot the man was in it. And it was like, okay, Pierce Brosnan versus, uh, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio. And we were talking about, we were making fun of old ladies being like, oh, I bet they think Pierce is really hot because he's a strapping young lad. So that's what happened in my family in 1997. Um, but yeah, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it's a great story. I'm sorry for my terrible stories. <laughs> It's fine. No, it's important to like remember these things. Thank you for enabling remember the me, state everyone. You're in. Yeah, thank it's you. all part of this. Like, yeah, it's part this of this. This is thing. the cousin whose wedding I'm going to in a couple of weeks. So, like, I'm going to tell her that story, and she'll probably be like, "What the fuck? I don't remember this dumb shit." And I'll be like, "What? It was so iconic, informative." Uh, but anyway, it's like really important shit, I guess. You know. Um, but yeah, listen. I actually thought Pierce was a good Bond. He just was in mostly terrible movies. Outside of Goldeneye, these movies weren't, like, super good. But he himself, like, played a pretty good Bond. Like, he genuinely was. He was, like, a a lot less disgusting Bond than a lot of Bonds, at least towards the ladies. Like, he he just mm. got some, but he didn't act like a total asshole most of the mm. time. So See, I liked the disgusting ones the most because yeah. they had the best <laughs> aesthetics. Okay, okay. That makes sense. And I get the, that. Like that outfits yeah. and the hair yeah. was yeah. really powerful. Yeah, I just true. I just hate Daniel Craig. I hate him so much. <laughs> yeah, those are the worst ones because they're the most boring to look at in my eyes. Uh, and I don't like his face. Like, sorry, Daniel. Like, nothing against you personally. Damn. His face just makes me so sad. I don't know why. It does look, it's a little doughy. <laughs> right. Like, it just, I don't know. So I, comparatively, I like Pierce. He has Bell. a punchable Somebody face. Made a, yeah, a handsome a man out of like b- dough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. <laughs> that's yeah. fine. I Listen, mean, Casino he's... Royale is fun, though, because we do have Mads as the man who cries blood tears, which is he's pretty awesome. great. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, he's pretty fucking great. So that one, I feel like that movie holds up fairly well, whereas the rest of them are, I don't know. And, yeah. okay, well, none of them are. Shirley Manson as a torso. <laughs> I guess that's a good point. Right? Yeah, this is the best Bond, Bond movie. Implanted. This music video. The music, yes. exactly. Like, yes. It's the best Bond movie. Because it's like, it's not, it, it's got cool style, but it's not disgusting to women. Mm-hmm. Every, like, it looks, she looks cool as hell. Yes. She's awesome. Yep. She's a robot. You get to see all her robot insides. And you get to see her like being made. Yep. It's very- And like, there's that, one part they're working on her back and she's like cut off right before the butt and you're like, oh man. Like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> cut off right before the butt. Why did you cut off God the damn butt? It. Is there like an uncensored version on the internet where we get the butt? <laughs> the CG butt. You know? It's like her CG face on like her CG robot 90s butt. CG. <laughs> Someone like, else was working on the robot butt in another part of the lab. Right. <laughs> Why don't they cut away to that? Listen. I don't know. Because this, this is, is this is for kids. Is it? Could be. Well, it's it needs to be appropriate for kids in case a kid sees it on MTV. <laughs> they can't see a robot, but even what though would I never saw this on MTV. I own in nineteen ninety-nine. They were showing like not this. It was backstreet. They did show like yeah. Robbie Williams taking off his entire skin. 
Yeah, so they did. I feel like what? they should. You Millennium. Didn't... Yeah. No, Rock DJ is the video. Oh, he got his it? entire skin? He, yeah, he's like dancing and then he starts ripping off his own skin and then he starts ripping off his own flesh. Yes. And he ends up being just a skeleton dancing. What? I've never seen this. It's great. Rock DJ? Okay, I, I'll, we'll send it. We're going on so many tangents today, but I love that That's for our creativity. Cool. Yeah, and I saw this as like a kid and I was like, Eating a crepe at a restaurant, <laughs> and I couldn't finish my crepe. <laughs> crepes were huge in Brazil for like a good five years. I thought it was um, because like you were so excited by the Robbie Williams that you couldn't eat the crepe. No, I was shocked. He was removing his own <laughs> skin. I was like fascinated, but a little grossed so out. Yeah, I mean that's fair. And I was. A, I remember this one. Yeah. I was a child. I was not prepared to see Robbie Williams's skeleton. His under his underness. Yeah, yeah his it's from the two thousand. It's from two thousand. Just like in Hellraiser. Yes. Yeah, well, I mean, he's going. He's teasing that he's going to show what's under his his sexy little underwear, and then he just rips off his skin. <laughs> Yes, so you this can is, see that that yeah, educated. This, this did not get. I I never saw this before. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry. sad. Yeah, this video lives. Did this get played on TV? Yeah, I saw it on like so, a yeah. TV when I was like <laughs> literally eating the crepe at the restaurant. It was on MTV, and it's <laughs> this lived- explains so much about a lot of people who are our age. <laughs> it just lives rent free in my head. Like every now and then, yeah, I'm just is, like hanging out. I'm like, oh, remember this that is one insane. time? Insane. <laughs> It's horrible CG too. <laughs> it looks like is, the mummy, but worse. <laughs> I feel like I should pick this as my video. This is the share this, zone. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is 100%. It's 21 years ago to share zone. Like that's what this is. <laughs> but we don't. So we should thank Shirley because we only saw her uh, robot insides, not her right. human insides. Yeah. And, uh, well, I guess the plot of this video, should we attempt to oh, yeah, sorry. entangle it? No, no, it's good. This Let's is good. Listen, it's it's a short plot. It's a, it's a well-executed and beautiful plot, but it's a short plot. She gets out. She gets out from where her robot handlers are handling her. And she goes to the dressing room of one Shirley Manson, who is going to perform at this uh, New Globe Theater. And she makes out with her. Well, first she makes out with a, a hot man. Uh, and kills him with the Molina Mortal Kombat kiss of death. And then she does it again to the beautiful, gorgeous, uh, be-robed uh, Shirley Manson in her dressing room and takes her place. She puts on the hot dress and she goes out on stage at the New Globe Theater in Chicago in 1964. And the whole band is there. and It's very exciting. But also, I always had thoughts about this band. So as a young teen, I was like, okay, there's like a really hot lady who is the hottest mm-hmm. lady who's ever been like the hot. I mean, if we're talking like redhead Scottish ladies, <laughs> I, like, listen, it's her or English, I guess. So it's her. It is. <laughs> wow. Why can't I think of the name of the actress who played Dana Scully? We were also talking about pen 15 earlier and I was trying to say her name and I couldn't think Jillian of Jillian Anderson. Jillian Anderson. Yes. She's not Scottish. Isn't she English? She's like some, she's a, she's American. 
Isle of Man. She's like a confusing American British. <laughs> like she's done both. She's from Chicago. She was born in Chicago. You know how Merritt what? is like. You know how Merritt's Canadian, but also British. Yes. She's like that, she's but like for that. America. Okay. Okay. Jillian Anderson is just like our coworker Merritt Kay. <laughs> honestly, honestly. All right. There's some. Maybe they're the same person. Maybe they're the I same not- person. I think I've never seen never them seen in the them same in the same room. room. Says Paul. That's a good point. Oh my god. Okay. Well, we figured out some things today, which is pretty exciting. Uh, but yeah, uh, about the band, I was I was I was like, they have like the hottest lady who's ever been, who's ever existed, ever in the universe. And then there's like these dudes with goatees. There's like three <laughs> of the same dude with goatee um, as as the other part of the band. And I've always been kind of like delighted by that. That like, listen, this is Shirley Manson's band. With these other like musical geniuses who make things sound really cool and awesome and super synthy. And it was like alternative and rock, but also very synthy, has a little trip hop in there, has a little massive attack feeling back there. I also did consider a couple of massive attack videos, by the way, as well. But this was this was just better for everything. And like, I don't know, she just fucking crushes it. She she crushes the performance. It's the opposite of a bomb performance, but then it's a bomb performance because the bomb goes off. And that's kind of that's kind of the video. Uh, yeah. She she does the mission. She kisses a hot man and a hot lady, so she's bisexual. Goals in this video, and she's a fucking hot goals. robot. Yeah. yeah, yeah, pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Like it's if you're video. gonna die, like dying by kissing yourself, I guess it's, your robot self. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. it's the best way right. I can imagine going. Didn't seem like Just a very kiss of death. Yeah. Agonizing death either. So like good for her. I will say she this. Actually, I will say this. Mm. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Fernanda. I'm sorry. No, she used a body double for that. Like Yeah, she did. She I remember in nineteen ninety nine, like the behind the music or whatever, the making oh, of the I love music. those like, I remember making watching the video. it. And I remember her being like, Oh, I liked kissing the hot man, but I didn't like kissing the girl as much. And it may be a little sad. Uh, but still, I was like, well, at least she kissed the lady. That's cool. I also had no idea I was queer, by the way. Like, just for all of this, no idea till I was 17. So this is way before I knew I was queer. So this is one of those things where, like, oh, I probably should have fucking, you know, made some sense. But, hey, when you grow up the most closeted person who's ever existed because you go to Catholic high school in Rhode Island, you don't know things. You just don't know things. We didn't have the Internet. So anyway. <sighs> Again, this should explain things about me <laughs> in my life and maybe a little too much. And maybe this is a whole lot of, uh, instead of YLTSI, it's TMI, but it's okay. We're having fun It's not fun too today. much. It's just enough like, information. This is what every the, everyone likes. If you don't like this, I don't want to know you. Yeah. Like yeah, if this isn't fair. like a thing that like, it like yeah. means something to you of like robot, like robot doppelganger kissing. Right murder like then that's just like i don't know how much we're gonna have in common yep <laughs> so i don't know what we're gonna talk about yeah, even yeah. if we're not talking about that like we're not on the same we're not coming yeah from the same place like we have different worldviews like <laughs> i think you may watch like a cbs sitcoms or something and i don't and it's like no judgment just we have different ways of looking at the world <laughs> It's very much like, listen, when you were playing with your, your game, I was practicing the sword. We are not the same. Exactly. It's one of those, you know? It's just it's just different. We're built different, you know? Yeah. Like you were you adopted the darkness. I was forged by the, in the darkness. <laughs> exactly. 
I was forged I, in, the, um, in the Robbie Williams taking off his own skin yeah, as you video. Yeah. <laughs> I was watching this because I had never seen this before. I'm watching this. I'm like, oh, this is an interesting video for Danielle to pick. Like, I wonder what her thinking is. Mm-hmm. And then, and I'm like, well, surely Madison is like very cool in it. And then there's the like, and then like she goes in. I'm like, oh, okay, no, no, I get it. No, it makes sense. Nice. And then I just wrote, my final notes are good for her. Good for her. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. If fewer questions, now, this makes perfect sense to me why this has been picked. This is great. I love this. I feel like we should add sense. warnings to like these mu- music video episodes. Like warning may contain disturbing glimpses into our psyches. Exactly. <laughs> like you exactly. will learn way too much about us. Uh, so maybe like just... You'll see our brains on this day. (laughs) I mean, it's funny to me. This is a tiny bit of behind the curtain at Fanbyte, but right before, like minutes before recording this, I actually was on the Psychonauts review podcast. And that is a game where the whole game, all the levels of the game are actually based in people's brains. Like it's their mind and you go into their mind and you explore their mind and all these wild, like psychological things and really trippy visuals. And so I'm just like, wow, this, this podcast is psychonauts, I guess, because you're, we're going into our minds every week with like a music video, which is very funny to me. It's very like, okay, that's only going to make sense if you are, a, I guess, a fan bite person who does listen to the other shows and stuff but uh well, hopefully for somebody that made sense uh we are the same i mean i don't I haven't <laughs> even played that game and i vaguely understand what it's about and i do think that's like uh, it'd be cool i guess that'd be the case if psychonauts is a game where you go into someone's mind and you just look around and everything's just awesome and you don't need to fix anything you yeah. don't need to help them yeah it's, it's like okay got shirley manson kissing shirley manson oh. everything seems good here <laughs> this is like what a brain should be normal a plus i'm gonna get out of here this is none of my business but congratulations on 100%, your brain percent, on your good brain the best part of your brain that's going into the best part of your because if right a psychonaut there. went into my brain to help me out they would they would be like nothing fun There'd yeah. be no Shirley Manson kissing Shirley Manson. Oh, It'd just be man. bummers. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the game is about that. It is about, like, trauma and, like, oh my yeah, God, yeah, 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 yeah. Isn't you know, it that, like, the plot of people. The Cell with Jennifer Lopez? Kind of, yeah. Yes, it is. Yes. Sorry. Um, only it's, like, a whole bunch of cartoony shit and also, like, tons of wild levels that all look like different things for different people's traumas oh, okay. and brains and stuff. It's like when they go inside a body and, um, uh... The magic bus uh, magic thing? school bus? Yeah. Yeah, kind yeah of. except in someone's psyche instead, right? Yes. And it's a lot of, like, really wild, trippy stuff. Like, uh, okay. Yeah, give, I should I'll watch a playthrough or something. I'll give one example, which is uh, there's a character in this game, like, very early level. It, she used to be a doctor, but now she's, like, the boss of the Psychonauts. And you go inside her head, and it's a whole plot point about how you have to, like, try to change her mind about something. And you end up creating this wild, like, hospital mashed up with a casino because it has to do with like risk and taking risks and nice. it is banana pants and very cool i'll i'll send some like screenshots and stuff because it's just really rad and wild um yeah i gotta watch a playthrough or something because i can't play it because oh, i don't yeah, like that's platformers that's totally fine yeah uh really cool game but anyway <laughs> i guess that's like what we're doing here at least in terms of uh some formative things for us in some ways um, which doesn't have to be. Listen, music videos can be expressive in any kind of way. We just, I mean, uh, the, the last... one I picked wasn't formative. Oh, okay. Me. Yeah, I guess that's true. It's just a thing I liked a lot. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I guess I'm thinking of this as like, 
like music we liked at that age or something, which it just so happens that we both kind of had that. Not that like, oh, we interpreted the prompt as like, oh, a music video oh, about, okay, you know what okay, I'm saying? Okay, like, yeah. oh yeah, this is like the music I enjoyed at that time. And this is a cool video from that time. But it doesn't have to be that way. We could watch a music video from yesterday and be like, this is cool. And this is art to look at. So it's a wide prompt, you know, like music videos can be anything. Uh, I guess, uh, do we have any other notes on uh, uh, the incredible Shirley Manson uh, garbage and this beautiful video that I chose uh, for us to uh, dive into my psyche with today? (laughs) No, but like, I just found out that Shirley Manson actually hosts a podcast now. Oh, hell yeah. She has since 2019. And she talks to like songwriters. She's talked to like Patti Smith. Um, And it's all about songwriting. And I'm like, I'm never going to listen to this, but it sounds great. I would listen to that just to hear her talk. Like she she has has one of those voices where I want to hear it all, whether I'm particularly interested in a particular songwriter or not. I'm like, no, I want to hear, I want to hear this person talk uh, forever. So it's there. It's, I forgot the name now, but like, it's been there since 2019 and she, the other day was talking about how she really wants to talk to little Nas Sex yes. like, at some point. And I'm like, you know what? This is this might save the world. Shirley Manson talking to little Nas Sex. Honestly, her podcast. if anything could. If anything could. And also she should come on. You love to see it. I agree. Paul is saying that. In, uh, in I chat. mean, yes. absolutely. Shirley, if you're listening, I've been your fan for a long time. And I promise I'm not a weird creep. And you can come <laughs> onto our podcast and talk about songwriting. And apparently it's called The Jump, our music podcast series. So thank you so much. All right, dear friends. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, thank you for indulging me <laughs> in watching this uh, and hopefully enjoying it and talking about James Bond and all kinds of stuff. Hey, we we uh, we like James Bond. We kind of covered the globe there, and I'm pretty happy about it. Uh, so that's what we have for you this week. We do hope that you enjoyed your cinematic journey with us. Uh, please do rate and review our podcast. Tell a friend. You know, tell your friends that you were friends with in 1998. You know, the best year of all time for music, according to myself and LB. And uh, you can listen to all of our shows at fanbyte.com slash podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at Fanbyte Media, Instagram, TikTok at Fanbyte. And, of course, on fanbyte.com. You can watch all of our excellent streams on twitch.tv slash fanbyte. Thank you so much to Paul Ticking Bomb, excuse me, Ticking Time Bomb to Mayo. That's really good alliteration uh, for producing. You can also uh, follow Paul, if you'd like to, on Twitter at PolyMayo. LB, where can we find you online? You can find me on Twitter at HunkTears and on fanbyte.com doing various things. <laughs> Excellent. And we're glad that you're here. Thank you. Fernanda, how about you? Where can we find you online? You can find me on Twitter at Nanda Prates underscore N-A-N-D-A-P-R-A-T-S underscore. And you can also find me on fanbyte.com. And you can also listen to me some more if you still want to hear more of my voice on Best Camp of My Life, which is the podcast I host about MMA and also things that have nothing to do with MMA. So broad, broad umbrella there. Um, cover a lot. It's a very good show, and y'all should listen to it, as well as Friends Reunion, which is the other podcast that LB is on. Of course, all of those can be found at fanbyte.com slash podcasts. If you want to find me, I'm at Danielle R.I. on Twitter. And how dare I not announce we have a surprise in the middle of Music Video Month. In the midst of it all, we're actually taking a music video break, and we are going to 
watch and listen and podcast about the Italian Grand Prix, Paul will actually be wearing both a producer hat and a director hat. His host hat. Director, producer, all of it. All of the hats. Paul will be wearing all of the McLaren hats uh, for that one. It's going to be really awesome. It's going to be very exciting. And then after that, we will be going back to music video month. So we're going to have fun with all of the things that we experience. Until next time, thank you for listening, and you love to see it. I was born to have a podcast about MMA. Kind of, but not really, but kind of. It's my destiny. And I will be the best at discussing MMA and other things that aren't MMA. Or I will die trying. Okay, maybe dying is a bit extreme, but I can guarantee at least 70% of effort. Join me, Fernanda Prates, and a cast of arguably overqualified guests as we talk feminism. I've done this kind of thing for a long time. I- I'd be lying if I didn't say every day I didn't look and go, oh, is that a wrinkle? Like, oh no, is that, you know, whatever, because unfortunately we do get judged yeah. by that. Careers. I-, I won't mention names, but people actually involved with our organization thought that when I was doing those hits, that somebody was in my ear telling me what to say and that I was repeating them. Yeesh. Mortal Kombat. Previous Chang Sung like sucked a lot of souls, and again, it was very like nice to watch, and like I had funny feelings. feelings? Mm-hmm. This like there is one soul sucking scene, and it's not sexy. It's so really fucking sad. I will file my complaint on that one. And also fights. This is the accumulation of hours and hours and hours of work and learning and and improving and perfecting a craft. And if they fall flat on their face on national television. That is embarrassing for them. And we get to relish in that embarrassment as people that watch this sport. Best camp of my life is the MMA show you never knew you needed and probably still don't, but that you might like anyway. Available at fanbyte.com slash podcast or wherever else you get your podcasts.